Mark Hudson Show here on 12radio.com. Changing the way we listen to the world. Hey, everybody. Happy Sunday. Woohoo! I can't believe it. It is Sunday already. I'm going to talk to you today. I get to talk to you on Tuesday. I get to talk to fun people. It's such a beautiful way of living, isn't it? Now I've got to work on getting paid for this. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm glad you all made it. Isn't Ken's show just awesome? Thank you, Ken, for what you do. It's really such a sweet gift that you find these people that we can spend an hour listening and talking about the course. Um, that was a beautiful guest, John Campbell. So thank you very much. You know, today is um, the 11th, and it is a moon in Taurus. No, wait a minute. It's now officially a moon in Cancer. And what we have is um, an opportunity to um, really enjoy the uh, nature of home, family, our emotional securities, our insecurities. Um, there's a little wonky sounds in my ear. So if you guys hear me stutter here and there, just it's cool. As long as you can hear me, I'm glad. I'm going to come into the chat room here in a minute and say, hey. Um, the During the Cancer Moon, what, you, what you're starting to feel is that sort of quest for what makes you feel secure. A quest for home, a quest for family, maybe a quest for who's close to you. Or maybe your insecurities emerge in a way that you don't know exactly what to do with them because um, you're in that sort of sensitive energy of cancer. And that's sort of what's fun to do with moons is watch what what they're doing. Watch where the moon is and see how it affects you because it's definitely going to show up at a place in your chart and you've got to do something with it. Right, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna move it somehow because the moon is what you need. It's sort of like the feminine aspect of you. Now, um, today I have a very special guest. I'm gonna introduce her here in a minute. I'm gonna also open the phone lines up for you guys at the break, and we're gonna do um, a little longer round of readings than normal. But we're gonna try to keep them um, a little on target and a little pointed, uh, so that you have a little time to connect with us and can feel good about um, the time that you get. On the air. Since we're going to take a break soon, I wanted to make sure you got a little more time than was usually given. Okay? So um, I'm signing into the chat room now. If you haven't seen our chat room, it's over at 12radio.com. You don't have to have a password. You don't have to do anything except pick a name for yourself and then just hit sign in. And you'll enter a group with a bunch of sweet people who, (laughs) hi, everybody, who wait to say hi to you. And sometimes they're very welcoming, and this group is always particularly welcoming. So come on over to 12radio.com, sign into the chat room. You'll see the link for the chat room, and play with us a little bit if you want. Otherwise, just listen and enjoy. Now, um, we just had an eclipse. I hope you guys are feeling that. It was an eclipse in Gemini. That means communication was at its biggest. And for some of you, it was the kind of communication where you don't exactly know what the heck hit you. And so... If you had that happen, it's part of that eclipse. Like in other words, all of a sudden out of the blue, you get information you didn't know about. Or maybe your mind was rolling so much you couldn't even sleep at night because it's mercury, 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 mind, 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 active, active, active. And maybe you had an idea suddenly explode in a great way, or maybe an idea fell through. But whatever it was, it will be about communication and connection. And that's part of the eclipse. Same one happened back in 92, same month. All right. So those of you that have those great photographic memories, more power to you. I'm still trying to figure out breakfast. 
Now, my next guest host is um, works for me at one two listen dot com. She's enormously talented, uh, and I know and and beyond being a psychic, a, a, actually a very creative psychic, and somebody that I hear um, a lot of feedback about. She is also an actress, and I think they it's actor. Now I'm going to ask you about that, and okay. um, also um, she is a. Um, Singer, and in her greeting that you'll get to hear on the front of one to listen, you get to actually. I think she's one of the only advisors who actually sang it. But <laughs> without further ado, I want to bring on uh, my very special guest, Aaron Muir. Aaron, are you with me? Hello, I'm here. <laughs> now that is an actor's voice, right? I love that. You're like on stage. I love that voice. Now, Aaron, you. You're a Pisces with a Scorpio rising, and you have one, two, two, really three planets in Aries, and one of those is your moon. So you're a Pisces, Aries, moon, Scorpio rising. Uh, You have a very, very interesting chart. There's a lot of water. There's a lot of air. There's a lot of fire. The only thing missing is Earth, which, <laughs> even though you do have some Earth, do you have a Jupiter and Earth? So it's a it's an interesting combination I want to unfold. Your Scorpio rising shows right there in the front in your in your picture in your face those gorgeous eyes you have um i want to know like a little bit about your history like where do you come from what do you have a do you have a lineage do you have a nationality yes and yes i have a lineage more so than i have a nationality because i you know i'm one of those people who's a number of different nationalities um I was born to a legacy of women who are intuitive and psychic uh, on Welsh, Scottish, Finnish, and Swedish sides. So I have all of those Northern European. Nice. Yeah, I know. Supposedly, I don't know if it's true or not, but supposedly one of my ancestors was actually a 13th century prophet who was burned at the stake um, for foretelling the future. She foretold things like phones and boats and the world wars and possibly email. She also said that women will start wearing pants. Very horrifying, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I think that would have been. I'm sure that's why they burned her at the stake. Um, so I shouldn't, I'm not making a joke about that part, but you know, I mean, it's no, crazy. No, you're right. I mean, that's Ab- like, yeah. that's, her- that's heresy, right? Yeah, I mean, that's like, absolutely. That's pretty bad. Are you sure her name's not Nostrid something, right? She's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not her or him, actually. Um, no, but it's a, another prophet from Wales, 13th century. It's in my family genealogy. My dad has this book of all of these interesting facts about my, my history. But then there's this part of my family that is very concerned that we're descended from a witch. So, you know, I have a lot of, like a lot of psychics, I have a lot of people in my family who are very psychic and intuitive. And a lot of people who are very scared about that. So, um, do you inherit uh, some of that? I mean, do you feel it in your sort of genetic DNA? A you mean little the, bit of the nervousness of like, oh, okay, you know, like don't stone me, but I'm a psychic, that kind of thing. When I was younger, absolutely, definitely. Uh, these days, not so much. These days, if it does come up, it's kind of like, oh, look at that, ha ha ha, cute, you know. But um, I'm very privileged, I know, and very lucky to live in 2011 and not say, you know, 1278. So I, uh, I have, amen. you know, yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, that that's a really, it's a good thought you have in your chart, some really interesting things. You have very big rebellion in your chart. 
Uh, Uranus is on your ascendant in Scorpio, almost exact. There's a a Mars-Saturn opposition in Aquarius. So what it's saying to me is there's always seems to be a push-pull for you, Um, a part of you that sort of struggles between two existing ideologies. Like, I could do this, but really I need to do this. And and it's almost on nonstop. I mean, do you recognize that in yourself? Oh, absolutely. Um, And it doesn't, when I, for many years, it was actually very difficult because, for example, you know, as you said in my introducing me, thank you so much, by the way, I'm a singer and I sing a bunch of different styles. And it's like when I was younger, it was hard to choose what I wanted to do. I'm at a point now where I do what's in front of me and I don't worry about it. I just do what's in front of me. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, you have... I mean, I got, I am fascinated by your work. I get to see you on YouTube. I, uh, you have some videos out. We'll definitely send people to see and enjoy mm-hmm. your, va- your, your vast array. Um, but it's fascinating to me because you fit right into that. I mean, it seems like you, um, you pursued an acting career. It looks like you've succeeded in that. It, it, you've got your voice perfect. I mean, you have a great voice for this. And also, and I think that's a really important talent to have if you're on the phone as a psychic. And so, what where did that bridge come i want to know like in i want to know what you do psychically like what mm-hmm. what is it that happens to you when when you start tuning in and you're a pisces so you have this natural gift and anytime mm-hmm. you have uranus on the ascendant it seems like it, you don't even sometimes know where it comes from but you'll get an image and boom um is that how you do it are you seeing feeling sensing where do you yeah. get, get it from yeah i'll well it'll it from my very as early as I can remember, I would always say things that I had no idea where it was coming from. And people would look at me and say, how do you know that? And I just thought I was talking about common knowledge sorts of things, you know, like, oh, I don't know, grandma's secret hidden treasure in the couch and in between <laughs> the walls or whatever. And, you yeah. know, and it wasn't common knowledge. Oopsie. So uh-huh. um, when I was young, I had no idea but I where it came from. Now I believe believe that I can tune into the channel more and more deeply, the calmer my mind is, the more settled in my heart, the more the channel comes through. At the same time, there's this other part of me that um, as a child, it appeared as this. I would smell if people were sick or feel in my body where they had pain or wow. where they had sickness. And I spent a lot of time volunteering at a nursing home. And I sort of find, not on purpose, but accidentally fine-tuned my ability to smell diabetes. I could smell, that one's easy. No. You know, I could smell strep throat. Yeah, smell the flu. I can smell, I smell it and I feel it. So now, for example, when people call on the phone, it's it's something I've really developed over the last 30 years, of course. And I, I just start to feel in my body and I just put my mind away and center in my heart and let the feelings come through my body and then a person's whole world can open up whether it's it's health and or if I hear their voice, I also hear all of these different energies inside their voice and sometimes lifetimes, sometimes this lifetime. And the whole world just opens up that way as well. Wow, that seems like an incredible gift, even if you were doing like a character, a character. Um, Now, would that be true? Like if you were doing, say, a a biography of somebody and you were embracing the character, could you kind of invoke them energetically? 
Totally. Because what you're doing, you know, we just listened to A Course in Miracles, and we're very much talking about this idea, which is so appropriate for acting, which is that, in fact, this personality of Aaron Muir, you know, who lives in Hollywood and who works on One to Listen and has a dog named Henry and all that, those are all character aspects of the life I'm living at this moment, but that's not who I really am. Those are tools that I'm using to get along in life in this channel, in this body at that this moment so Mm. if i'm playing a character i can tune into what that person's tools are at that moment let's say for example my ancestor who was the witch her tools were uh you know the herbs in the in the farm that she worked on and the beer that she brewed and the channel that she was a part of and the neighbors that she sold her beer and her herbs to and the healing that she did that wasn't who she really was those were the tools that she used at that time to get what she needed in her life to fulfill her destiny so Hmm. i i look at acting or anything i do really is all all tuning into that channel and being of service to that channel yeah, being of service is big for you. You have a lot of of your planets are in the sixth house whenever we see that. And then you have the sun in the fourth. That sort of gives the characteristics of a caregiver, of somebody who, even though your planets, like an Aries moon, isn't necessarily someone who loves doing that or who wants people to depend on that. But it is when when you put your mind to giving, you give in a, in a just a huge way. Um, and I think that probably is true for your acting or for your singing. And what about the fearlessness of that stuff? I mean, what part of you can get on stage or get in a microphone and just belt out a song or jump into <laughs> acting? Where, I mean, come on, really, what part of you that has no fear around that? That's amazing to me. I, I don't know how to answer that because I've always been this one that they always said, well, that kid's got guts. You know, so. <laughs> I really believe that. It's, I mean, I watched it. And I'm like, wow, good job. Good for you. Now, okay. you're, you know, I, if you all haven't seen her picture, I put it in the Power Peak, and she's also at one listencom Your eyes are just those eyes that people, those to me are those eyes that, I, we have a saying. I mean, there's a few actors that have that, uh, those eyes, and they're they're a crystal. They're just crystal <laughs> blue. And the, do you get it? I mean, do you feel like did you inherit those, or are there other people in the family with those eyes, or what yes. is that? You yeah? can thank my parents for coming together. Um, <laughs> do they both have them, or were you like a recessive, you know, anomaly, or what? Well, it is actually, uh, it's on my dad's side. My dad's are blue like the Mediterranean Sea. My dad's eyes are very, very blue. The only one other person in my family has the eyes that are so clear like mine that they, mine change color all the time according to the sky, according to what I'm wearing. Um, that would be my uncle Donnie. He also has extremely clear eyes. I, you know, I, I guess I'm walking around not really looking at my eyes, so it's always a surprise. <laughs> when somebody <laughs> says something about it. Yeah, like, oh, well, yeah, thanks. Well, when you have dark hair, I think it's also something that really does stand there, or I take notice of those things because I've always believed that something – there's a those people hear things in a different way. I've always attributed that to a very Uranian skill, what we would call Uranian or Aquarian. Um so well, a couple I got questions. a lot of that going on for yes, sure. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> now, there's a. I want to ask you about your work and, and the people that call you. Um, yes. Do you notice a theme, like oh, prevalent yes. during different cycles? Like, and and can you share a little bit about what you think the theme is now for the people calling or the world in general? 
Absolutely. I think right now, well, a lot of the calls that I'm getting are so much about love relationships and how love relationships are bringing up in the people who are calling me their shadows or their fears or their um, some of their low self-esteem issues. And my encouragement is to breathe and take a look at that the relationship is bringing this up for you. It's a gift for you and not to run away and not to leave. I mean, of course, you know, assuming the relationship isn't abusive, of course, but, um, you know, know, to take a look at that. This isn't for you to walk away. Now, this is for you to see who you are, that relationships are a chance to reflect the self back and become more whole or Mm -hmm. to become uh, a partaker of joy and bliss, which is your birthright. So definitely the effect of the modern quote unquote love relationship and its effect on the soul is a huge theme in the work that I'm doing right now. I just noticed so many callers asking about that. Um, yeah. and similarly, the second, the second call number, like the second issue I get during calls is about finance and job. And I actually believe it's a similar strain that, so much of this financial world that we're living in, it's sort of like be in the financial world, but not of the financial world because it's all made up. It is all made <laughs> up, but you have to play. You have to play the game to see yourself back. You you were born into this world at this time, so play the game, but no, it's a game. So there's those are sort of the two themes, I guess, of most of the phone calls I'm getting. That's brilliant because Saturn now is in Libra and for it's it's a great reflection of the fear of relationship that's coming up. It's emerging and also where relationship sort of reminds us um, that, you know, uh, that we're alone. And that's that's one of the fears that go with that uh, placement. Now, do you like bringing in the um, bringing in the skills of your great, 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 great aunt? Um mm-hmm. Do you ever look globally, psychically, globally, like, do you look at the future and say, like, for the, do you get a sense? Are we heading toward a a more, a a more, do you feel like we're heading toward better times? Or do you feel like they're going to get harder before they get better? Do you get a sense of things like that? I do. I I also want to just include that uh, on a personal note, I've also spent a lot of time working with, um, the Hopi people, and I've gone to Prophecy Rock in a village called Ora Ibi, um, and I've also spent a lot of time in India work, uh, in an ashram and working with a teacher there. So globally, I, I feel, at least in this lifetime, sort of somewhat well-educated. And I, I actually think that the revolution is within. Ultimately, that will play out globally. But, for example, just this morning, I was walking my dog, and I was just thinking about how much how grateful I am. I, I don't suffer. I know that sounds strange, but oh, that's very sweet. I don't suffer. And it's because I choose, I have in my life gone through plenty of, um, pain, but I, I use it to transform and transcend me. And I learned that because the alternative was to continue suffering. And I was very lucky to grow up near a metaphysical bookstore and to have really great teachers in my life who showed me those things. I'm so lucky to have had that. So when I look at the future, which is occurring now in my experience, um, in fact, 
the world is getting better, but it's getting better within your own heart because you are the world. We are all one. I, that is mm. the place from which I'm coming. Mm. So on a cultural level, i.e., you know, if people want to, a culture is a, a group of people who have agreed to make a, a bunch of agreements that we'll all agree upon. <laughs> right. That's good. So okay. yeah, I, got it. I, I, I credit that to my, one of my teachers, Candace Silvers. I, I didn't come up with that one, but okay. when I, Thanks. When I look to that, I think, well, culturally, man, life is tough and obnoxious and sick and hard. And why would I want to bother? But I know that that's that's just and I'm, of course, speaking a little bit dramatically to make my point. But, you know, (laughs) um, I know for a lot of people, it really is really tough. And then I think. But you were, I remember once being in India, think, like wanting to, this is kind of dramatic, but it's true. I, I was going to India, I thought, to die. And I had this awakening on the Ganges River in Rishikesh, India, in the foothills of the Himalayas, where I realized that I was born because I was born to be alive. And what is life but creation? And creation is an aspect of bliss and joy. And that is my birthright. And therefore, it's not an accident that I was born. I'm here. That's the proof that it wasn't an accident. Whether or not we want to call it an accident culturally, I don't care. I was born, so I'm here. So what is my birthright? My birthright is life. Life is creation. Creation is joy. What can I do to be of service to that? And that's that's what I personally believe is the future for each and every person. That's great. Now, now see, who would look at Aaron Muir, go to YouTube, see you singing and dancing, acting, (laughs) and know that you, you know, have this amazing personal world that, you know, takes you to India and that takes you to personal quests where you face death in your own mind or maybe in real life and are so willing to let go and to receive in whatever information that, that transforms you and then feels a sense of wholeness, sharing it and bringing it back. Now that's that sixth house that you have. It's also that fourth house where you have the sun in the fourth house. The sun in your chart is at the lowest point in the chart, not low meaning high or low as good or bad, but low meaning it's the most personal. And it's where we connect to our ancestors. We connect to our inner wisdom. We don't like the world necessarily shining in there all the time. So it tells me right away, you have a part of you that you do keep protected and keep him safe as you should not protected in a, in a defensive way. Um, and it's, it's really, you're enacting it as you speak. And I can imagine that you give that out. Many of the, much of the feedback I've heard about your work is that you pull things out of nowhere, that you pull things out that are so relevant that, that you even say to them, I don't know where it came from, but I got to say this to you. And I think that's just a sweet gift. So I love that you share this part because I don't think a lot of people get to see this, this piece in you. So if you had to choose, like, do, could you choose one career and only stick with it? If you had to, what would it be? You know, people have asked me that all my life, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and there that opposition plays out. <laughs> Is it hard to answer? You can't, right? I or... can't. I can't. Because sometimes I have tried. Like, there were a few years of my life where I was only singing. And there were a few years of my life where I was a massage therapist. And I was only massaging. And I... I personally have made peace with, I'll do what's in front of me. I'll, you know, I love, I love, 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 love doing readings and being uh, psychic and working with people and helping with people. And I love, 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 love singing. And I guess I just don't see why I should choose one. You know, know, Ben, 
Ben Franklin never chose one. You know, Leonardo da Vinci never chose one. So why no, should I? It's like, exactly. One what? This is my life. My life. This is my one life. And these are all the things I do within that life. And they all are really connected because I think in everything you do, um, your acting will move somebody. Your singing will move somebody. Your readings will move somebody. And I think that's what an Aries moon next to Venus in the sixth house <laughs> wants to do. Now, here's the thing. We're going to... Um, we're going to take a break here in a sec. And they, Valerie, lovely Valerie, our producer, found um, some of your music. She's going to play at break. And then um, if, can we give people um, an address? Like, I know you, it seems like you have a sweet friend in the room posting your website. Um, oh. Would it be AaronMuir.com? Would it- that, would be, that would be my creative work website, yes. Oh, good. So we could see some of the acting maybe clips or things over there? Yes, there's acting clips. There's some new songs. I just released a, a new song this morning, in fact, for the holidays. So, yes. I love that. That's awesome. Now, everybody listening in, we are going to take, um, we are going to open the phone lines at break. And of course, being the prepared uh, and person that I am in this room, I don't have the phone number, but there it is. I'm going to yell it to you now because Valerie is so right there. 218 862 1300 you will uh, then when you they answer they'll ask you to enter the pin which is 124290 and then you'll sit in and you'll hear us talking back here but then we'll be grabbing you based on your area code and I'll give you some more instructions here after the break this is Mark Husson the Mark Husson show I'm here with the lovely Aaron Muir and we're going to be back in probably five minutes
a one-two family holiday wish from Aaron Muir. This holiday season, my wish for you is that you become the singer you've always wanted to be. Whether it's opera, whether it's country, singing jazz in your car, or rapping in the shower to the hip, to the hip, to the hippity hop. Wow, Aaron, that was amazing. I Thank love that you. song. Good job. You. you were pulling that up from somewhere deep down inside. 
Yeah, actually, I really was. <laughs> I know you can feel it. Now, what about your singing? Did you develop that with training? Did you did, take classes? Did you, or are you just a natural? What, where is that coming from? I am. I am not a natural. When I was little, my mother used to, she told me after the fact, she used to think, oh, I hope Erin gives up this dream of singing. She's so bad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad she told you after. (laughs) After, yeah. She's very sweet, my mom. Um, But what happened was my parents co-founded a Lutheran church in Minnesota, in Sock Rapids, Minnesota. And um, they did it. Really? Yes, yes, they did. I grew up singing in church every week, sometimes twice, three times a week. And the choir director at that church, one day I was singing after rehearsal or whatever, and very loud and very flat. Um, and she said, do you want to really learn how to sing? And I said, yes. And she said, okay, let's talk to your mom and get you lessons. And she started teaching me to sing. And it turned out I actually had this huge, big opera voice, believe it or not. And I oh, started... Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I started studying classical music, and then it's quite a long story, but I dropped out of music school to join a rock band, and I toured the country and and Europe, and then I joined a cabaret, and over the years, I've just sort of coutured a number of different styles as a singer um, to be what I am now, what you hear now, me, haha. Amazing. And how many, so that's like since you were a kid, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm 34 now, so it's been about 20 years that I've been singing not terribly. <laughs> do you play an instrument, Erin? I do. I play guitar and I play piano. I'm, I'm classically trained. I play piano on that dream song. And on you do the... the piano on that? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I love creative stuff. I think that people, I think there's so many of us, people listening, people that are tuned into this, have this these gifts and you sort of like, gosh, they're, they're, it's just so magical when you actually get to formulate them into something. Now, is Lutheran Ma, uh, fairly liberal? Yeah, I actually went to the, it's, well, the, there's different kinds of Lutherans, but the kind of Lutheran church I went to, it's ELCA, Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. And even when I was a kid, they had women and gay ministers. It was not. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah it's a very cool group of people. And my particular church was very focused on service. When, when people would wear those bracelets, what would Jesus do? That's what my church was like. And we would build Habitat for Humanity houses and do, you know, even this year, my parents for Christmas, they're spending the day doing the soup kitchen thing um, with the church. So, yeah. And they both were ministers of Lutheran, of the Lutheran faith? No, they're not ministers. They were, but they co-founded the church with a minister. So, but they're very, yeah, they're very active, very active and very, you know, when you talk about a lot of polarized ideas held in one, when I was little, my mom was starting this church. And at the same time, she was reading aloud. She would read to me Clarissa Pinkola Estes and Carl Jung. And, you know, so I I received a lot of education and women who run with wolves lady. Right. Yeah. 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 Amazing book to be read yeah, to a child. I love that. And the church office was across the street from the only New Age bookstore in central Minnesota. So I would go visit Pastor Larry and then run across the street and learn all about astrology and all about tarot. And (sighs) yeah, it's really cool. Love that stuff. I just, you're so lucky. Yeah. Now, in, um, okay, so let's just do the last political question that I promised you we're going to take our callers. Um, what is this actor actress thing? I here's my beef. 
Okay, it's okay to be. Everybody's called an actor. We get. We can. We can strip away the feminine pronoun. But yet, when it comes to giving out the award, everybody's like suddenly an actress. Right? It's like the best supporting actress. Hell yeah! But everyone, I mean, so I'm kind of like, okay, am I being like a total like idiot about it? But I'm like, what? Why are? Why do we have to strip away the feminine to show that it, they're equal? I mean, why can't everybody have their own pronoun? Well, I'm with you because I like being called Miss and Lady and Actress, and I'm really girly. Even though I do have, you know, Venus and Aries, I'm still really girly. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've well, only I seen a warrior princess once in a while. So. <laughs> She's pretty girly, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it's like it's really cool. It's cool to have who you are in the feminine, but also to, to strip it away and everybody just bought into it. All of a sudden, everyone's an actor. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I get it I, on some level, and I'll respect it because that's what people want to be called. But I was like, come on, really? When we're going to get about the awards, how are we going to give out best? So then get rid of that, right? And there'd <laughs> be an uprising. Right? Or how about just yeah. best actor then, if that's what they want? You get one trophy. And <laughs> we're not going to genderize it out, right? Uh, and so. No. Yeah, we ain't going to take it that far. So I get a little like, okay, that's crazy. But, you know, I get yelled at a lot for that thought because, you know, I'm thinking I'm probably missing a point because I wasn't raised as a woman, um, though many people would argue that point. But I'm <laughs> So anyway, thank you for sharing that with me. I love it. So there are people in it that are just they will follow along, but it's okay to you don't mind if somebody says she's a great actress. You wouldn't say, hey, I'm an actor. We wouldn't go after. Right? I'm not. I don't. I don't. That's not my thing. I mean, that's sort of to me like I, I know why people I get actually, you know, my mother was a feminist and I get why she, what that movement had to do with bringing about equality. But we're at a point now where it's like, I think we could definitely use some more femininity in the world again and have a little balance. So, yeah, like Bird, yeah. I think your friend is saying, well, if not actor, actress, why not male actor or female actor? But why not? You already have a word for that. It's called actress. Or, I know. You know like- I actually think that the girls are lucky because girls can be actors or actresses, but men can only be actors. So Thank it's actually you. like, wow, we get extra, extra love. See, I love it. See, that's the way to think. So I, I just, it was a point for me. I love it. I don't even know why anybody had to mess with the system in the first place because it seemed like <laughs> it was great. Like because, working fine. Because they have Uranus over their ascendant. Just like <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, they got Uranus somewhere. That's for sure. Strong Uranus. <laughs> so, hey, Aaron, will you do readings with me? Yes, I would love to. Okay, well, I'm ready to start taking some callers and we'll, we'll try to, you know, we're going to try to, they, they can get really boring if we get too long. So we're going to try to sort of wrap them into succinct packages, but try to give the best we can, of course. Uh, let's start with area code 910 and see if we can talk to Barbara. Barbara. Hello. Hey, Barbara. Yes, hi. How hi. are you? Hey, a fellow Scorpio, Aaron. Ooh, good. Oh, Barbara, you're so sweet. It's so nice of you to call and to also hold on and for as long as we ask you to do that. You're a Scorpio and you're a Leo moon and you're a Pisces rising. You very much a, a lot of connection here with Aaron. It's so sweet. What brings you to call? And let's let's put our heads together and see if we can make you feel better. Well, I'm also in the film industry. <gasps> Look at that. I love that. Yes. What yes, do you do? I heard when she said she's Pisces with Scorpio rising. Um it's been a long time since I've been able to exercise my acting skills, but I've been making my living as a payroll accountant. 
Wow. Okay. Well, you may you're 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 good at it. I would imagine because you're a Scorpio in the ninth house. So I don't know that you love it, but you're good at it. You're honest. I bet. Uh yes. Yes, very much so. What brings you to call the show, sweetheart? Well, I'm wanting to. I'm 57 now, and I a feel baby. like my career. I love it. Never, <laughs> I feel like my career has never really kicked in. I've been this eternal gypsy. Mm-hmm. Um, currently in Wilmington, North Carolina, which does, uh, there are studios here, et cetera, and that's what brought me here. Um, but wanting to know what I can anticipate for my career in my home, I don't have stability. I don't, you know, the most stability I have is just a, a sense of trust and that I'm where I'm supposed to be, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Aaron, do you like to go first or you, you got a hit? I got, well, I got a hit right away. We can Yay. just. All right. Well, first of all, I get that, in fact, what you just said is the most beautiful thing you could realize for yourself, because this idea of stability, we all learned in the last few years with the financial crisis, this idea of stability is a false notion that we've been buying into, that it means a certain something that it doesn't. And to have faith that you're in the right place, that you're in nature, you're at one with nature right now, is exactly the only kind of stability there truly is. That's your faith in your higher power or yourself, which however that works for you, whatever that looks like for you. And I know sometimes you mentioned you feel like your career has never quite, I'm not sure how you put it, but the feeling I got was you feel like it's been sporadic and maybe all over the place and maybe not quite like one big, you know, line up, you know, one projection going, this arrow going up, 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 up. But in fact, most people, almost no one actually has a career that is sort of like, I started at A, then I went to B, then to C, then to D, then to E. That's another sort of game and trick that somehow you uh, let your your mind plays with you a little bit, that in fact, your career is all of these beautiful moments, more like a mosaic and less like a line. And there's, actually nothing quite wrong with that. There's everything perfectly natural about that. If you're looking for something more specific with your career, that's something you can tweak because you have so many different abilities to see so many different angles because of your mosaic. Wow. Nice imagery. Barbara, you here? You're, you're getting it? You letting it in? I, I'm, I'm hearing. I'm, I'm uh, hoping to hear something about what will happen in the future with my career mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my home. <laughs> Okay, so one of the things is is the acceptance. It's just sort of like really, I think what Aaron did a really good job of doing was sort of breaking in the judgment on it so that you can sort of let go a little bit of the judgment and trust where you are. You said you're tired of being a gypsy. It's so funny. The gypsy sign rules your career house. Sag is at the very top of it. Um, it is time for you. We look to the ruler of that to see what's going on, and it's Jupiter in Taurus. And really what's happening now is this is one of those times where you are breaking all the rules in a really big way. It seems like everything's getting limited for you, but I think what's happening is you're starting to eliminate. If you look closely, you'll probably notice you're eliminating things that aren't working for you anymore. You might be it could come in the form of people. It could come in form of a house. It could come in the form of a belief or an old dream that just won't quit, you know, that you just won't let go. But really, it's time because you're coming toward your Saturn return. And we're and what that means is you're coming into your second, like your second wind. And in that, I think what we're going to see is you putting up all the boundaries 
that prevent things that distract you from your course to come in. Now, Jupiter and Taurus is going to be there for most of all next year. It's going to, it, I think we're going to see a small move or some kind of job that allows you some flexibility. Are you teaching or writing anything close like that? Um, I'm, I'm working on a few of my own projects. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those projects, I think, are going to cut loose um, in spring of 2012. And I think what's going to happen is you got to remember, the minute we get Jupiter, remember this, when Jupiter gets into Gemini, which is in, um, I believe it's like June or July of next year, what we're going to see is you're going to start getting the wind to, to move. And I think that move, when you start thinking about your home and your and your house and maybe moving, I think that's when you realize your career just took a turn for the better. And, and that'll be your omen. Erin, anything to close on? Yeah. Also, I feel like she's got a little, Barbara, you have a little um, fear going on surrounding your career and not quite having something work out for you. But in fact, that's about, I get that this is, this is sort of like the final shot of the sun before the, before it sets, it gets really bright. That's that real brightness of your fear. It's going to go away very soon because you're going to become so impassioned with the projects that you do have going on. You'll forget you even were worried. I love that. And the doors will open up. Yes, yes, because you've opened them by forgetting about your fear. The doors <laughs> not being open are, at the, in this juncture, if there aren't doors open, it's only because you're not quite ready energetically because of fear. So just look at that fear and say, oh, thank you so much. You know what? I would rather have you go wash the car. I'm busy working on my projects. Thank you. Nice. I love that. And I, I really get it, Barb. I, I got all kinds of goosebumps while she was talking. So you got to keep your, got to keep your optimism high. Keep talking to that part of you that gets scared. We have a gratitude board over at One Two Listen, the only one moderated by real people who read everything you post. And what we suggest is go in there and put that you already got what your dream is and say thank you for it. So in other words, thank you so much for this great job. I love it. And I want more. Okay. And that kind of thing. So we keep up the momentum. Do it as often as you want. It doesn't cost a thing. You don't even have to put your name down. So can we give you a big hug? You feel any better? Absolutely. I- I'd love a big hug. <laughs> Yay. Yes, All right. So thank We're you. hugging you. Thank you, Barb. Thank you. Good luck to you, honey. Let us know now. You can post it up on Facebook.com slash my name, Mark Husson. Aaron, what's your Facebook? Um, my Facebook. Can you hear me? My sound is cutting out. Sound, sound gets wonky on Skype sometimes. Mine did too, but I hear you. Okay, good. My Facebook is, um, I have two. I have my personal Aaron Elizabeth Muir, and then I have Aaron Muir Music. And I started one for one to listen, uh, but I haven't, I haven't quite gotten that one off the ground just yet. So I love it. Oh, sweet. All right. Thank you, Barb. Oh, how fun. Thank you, Aaron. That was great. Um, fun. I, yeah, it is fun. And it's fun when you can hear the relief in their voice. Hey, Val, can you look and see if you can see area code 480? See if we can. Brandon, we're hunting you. Thank you. Hey, Brandon. Mark, holy crap. What a what an awesome early birthday present. I have been, like willing the universe to get me through forever. <laughs> wow. You got your skill, huh? Welcome to the show. I love it. Aaron, this is Brandon. I don't know Brandon, but I feel like I do because he's so sweet. Um, Brandon, you're January 7th. And you are. This is an early birthday gift. You're a Capricorn. He has the sun. He has Venus in Capricorn, just like you do, Aaron, in that sixth house. He's a Leo mm-hmm. rising. And his... Um, 
Moon is in Capricorn. My gosh, Brandon, wow. do you have enough Capricorn for one lifetime? <laughs> I hope my nervousness doesn't mess Aaron's psychic ability up either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Aaron's easily shaken. Trust me. <laughs> You're good. All right. What brings you to call the show? Well, here, here's the thing is, is, number one, by the way, I tune into you like every week, like religiously, no kidding. I mean, like my whole life, and especially the past three years, has been a total destruction and then like a rebirth. I mean, I'm not even the person I was, you know, uh, you know, five years ago, totally different. Yay! And the, like, like the, thing, the, the thing that, uh, the thing that's coming up for me really lately is this, is like, I'm at a point now where it's like, my whole theme of my life is all about like well-being, like balancing myself. I mean, I love my solitude. I love my quiet. And the funny thing is, is I have a Gemini girlfriend. She's amazing. She's totally causing me to learn how to communicate big time. Yeah. But the thing, the thing that's coming up for me lately, especially with that moon yesterday. I mean, I was driving around last night, venting in the car, cussing and letting it all out <laughs> so I could get some clarity. You know? Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like I, I want to, I want to pursue my career. I, I'm most happy when I'm engaged and with people and helping them learn all the things that I've, you know, been through and learning how to communicate and heal and release and be with emotions. And I'm at a job right now that's like it's good because I'm connected, I'm with people, but at the same time I'm totally bored. And and it's like, you know, my career fell apart three years ago, and it's like I need the balance of being around people. And I need to be, I want to be like basically my own boss so I can, uh, so I can create my own schedule and be with people and, and earn a living. And, and, and the thing, the thing, the theme that comes up for me, especially this morning was like, you know, the how I've been, I've been, it's, you know, Capricorn, it's hard to know the how I need practical. I need to take steps. I feel like I'm going to get caught in a snowstorm without a shelter. And, and I almost wonder if this theme had, I know it's a Capricorn type theme, but I almost wonder is like, is did an ancestor go through this? And I'm really, did it happen to me in a past? I mean, what's causing this? And, and then, and then, you know, do you see my life taken off here, you know, you know, in the next year and, and me stepping into my role, you know, that I, I kind of guess I'm just looking for reassurance, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We're on it. We're on it. Aaron, you got to hit it. You want whatever you got to well, hit it. You want me to the start? very, the very first thing I just noticed is that I started feeling a little paralyzed uh, in my left arm and in my underneath my the right shoulder blade and sort of throughout that band, if you were to imagine a band around me. And I think that uh, so much of that is because you're... I want you to be very careful that you don't start buying into that hype, that when you feel that paralyzed, worried about how, how is this going to happen, how, that remember that you will know how. There was a time you didn't know how to drive a car. You know how now. There was a time you didn't know how to tie your shoes. You will know how to start your own business, which is, I actually, the minute you start talking about your business, my little spine went shooting right up because I was like, oh, yes, 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 like gangbusters. You uh, have so much to offer. You'll be bored working for other people. You have to have your own business. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can oh, definitely... <laughs> Good, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's she's hitting it, right? Oh yeah, totally hitting it. That just gave me goosebumps. I'm all happy now because I just need that reassurance. You know, <laughs> love it. That's so good, Aaron. You're like it's almost like you can see the chart, Brandon. Let me just underscore a couple points here. Um, you have a wired nervous system. That's why you get. That's why you get nervous. You have Mars right there on the ascendant. You are. You have energy to achieve anything you want. You have the confidence. You were born with such a lovely gift of creativity, of vision, of inner radar that you. 
with if you just take the Capricorn, imagine that the Capricorns come in and they grow old so they can get younger. This is going to happen as as you mature, as you age, it's going to get stronger and stronger, the part of you that can learn to tune in and really feel the direction you're going. And if you tune in and feel the direction you're in, you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm on the right path. I can feel it. Jupiter just hit, not even a minute ago, the very top, top, top of your chart. It's on your Chiron right now. It's one of the luckiest aspects somebody could have. It then goes into Gemini in the June of next year. When it's in Gemini, your Jupiter is in Gemini. You're going to have a Jupiter return. And then it, then in 2013, right in the middle of that summer, it goes into Leo and it hits your rising sign. You're in one of the best cycles in the world. What you're doing right now is you're solidifying your, your, that's why you looked at the ancestors. You're really coming into being responsible about your personal life, about your home. You may end up moving, but mostly I think you might restructure. You might put some boundaries up to keep people from influencing you a little too harsh, hardly. You, you're here to be of service. You have an incredible gift to give and you will. You don't have to figure that out. Capricorns always want to figure it out. They always want to, you know, you come prepared and there's a reason for that because you, you usually had a hard life or a hard way to come up in this one in this instance right now you get to really trust that you will always do good for others by keeping that part of you especially that moon and capricorn really um creatively happy and tuned into the guidance that you're getting pluto is in capricorn for 10 more years within the (laughs) first three of those we're going to see a part of you healing deeply and profoundly some of the messages that you had to give yourself as a young kid to make it and they're done. You're done. You can really, you're going to start learning to trust. You're going to start learning to really collaborate with yourself and allow other people in to help a little bit, but that all in time, you don't have to figure the rest out. You're in a great cycle. I really underscore what Aaron said. You can trust, you can start having a good time. And really when you get a hit, man, underline it, you can follow it. You Mm -hmm. feel supported. Oh, heck yeah. You guys are freaking awesome. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so, Aaron, a Capricorn is on our side. We're lucky. You? This is awesome. Oh my God. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, You're the yeah. cutest. I'm tuned, I'm tuned into your show all the time. You have no idea. Every day I'm, I'm, I'm directing people. You know, oh. I work at Barnes & Noble, so I'm always directing people to your website. I'm oh. always talking about everything you share. It's like, it's awesome. So thank you, guys. See what you do? That's your gift, buddy. That right there. You're going to have that in droves. Keep it to yourself. You're an amazing man. Thank you so much, Brandon. Wow. Have a good night. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. That's so sweet. What a sweetheart. I love his energy. <laughs> I know. It's really cool, huh? And oh. people come in and they, they, you can feel them sort of shutting down who they are, and then they open up, and it's like, wow, you can see that. Aaron, we're going to take a break. You guys calling in? We're with you. We're going to be here for another hour. I'm with the awesome Aaron Muir. Uh, Valerie Camozzi, thank you so much for your lovely produ- producing. We're going to be yes. back in just a few minutes to um, continue so you guys get comfy, all right? If you have questions, we're looking at them all over Facebook. Chat room everywhere. (laughs) We all have a quiet voice inside that offers guidance and wisdom. Sometimes it's hard to hear that voice with all the other noise in the world. 
This is Laura Lozano, and I'm going to show you how to turn up the volume in your life. Let's get that voice loud and proud so you can start living your life with passion and purpose. So if you are ready to turn it up, join me for Laura Out Loud on Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific on 1-2 Radio, changing the way we listen to the world. expansion, especially when we're talking about expansion of the mind, expansion of your spirit. You can find expansion in abundance at 12academy.com. We have classes on anything and everything. Get over there. You don't have to leave home. Just dial in, relax, broaden your horizons. You can be in your pajamas. Nobody's going to know. All at 12academy.com. Discover more. also known as Psychic Cat. I know that life doesn't always cooperate with our dreams. As a psychic, I also know that with the right guidance, all problems can be dissolved, restoring us to our natural state of life and play. At 12listen.com, I can guide you by phone, by email, or by chat. What I do is my dream come true. Now let me help you manifest yours. Come on over to 12listen.com, and together, let's unleash a miracle or two. Moments with Gerald Larson at 6 p.m. Pacific, only on 12 Radio, changing the way we listen to the world. 
Joanna Virgilio's show is just wonderful. I love how she has a soothing, calming, angelic voice. I think that the Donna Virgilio Hour is very informative. The temples and places of the goddesses, I didn't know that that information was out there. I really enjoy the show, and it brings oh my God, a lot of I knowledge love it. to me. The huge variety, it's really unique. You definitely get entertained, and it's just like a really nice show, and it goes by really fast because you're so captivated by it. The Donna Virgilio Hour, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time on 12radio.com. Changing the way you listen to the world. Living consciously in my heart, breathing truth in every moment, here in between your love and the joy, and nestled within dreams untouched, I find all things possible. All things possible. All things possible. All things really are possible. Hi, I'm Valerie, advisor at One Two Listen. Together, let's explore the possibilities surrounding your situation. Call me for a reading at 12listen.com. You're listening to The Mark Husson Show here on 12radio.com. Changing the way we listen to the world. Hey, everybody. Right before I get counted in, I get tickled. I think it's almost like my subconscious mind making it so that I laugh before I come on. I, this is Mark Husson. I'm on with the wonderful Erin Muir. Isn't she kicking butt? Hey, Erin, you with me? <laughs> I'm here. Thank you so, <laughs> so much. So fun to do this with you. Hey, you know what? Before we take another call, I want to remind everybody that today's the 11th, which means tomorrow is the 12th. 1212, in fact. And, you know, if you're part of the 1-2 family, the number 12 is huge. And that means that my gang agrees, and they do agree, to reduce their prices for 12 hours tomorrow, starting at 8 in the morning Pacific time. That's a one of our biggest sales. But not only that for readings, which, you know, of course, you get to have your one-on-one time with people like Aaron. It's You get to also go over to 1-2 Academy and get the um, lowest price of the year on any class that's offered on the featured page and that'll be it, they'll be lowered to $12 tomorrow and you don't take the class tomorrow you pay for it tomorrow at the low price and then the class is taught it'll tell you whatever date anytime in the future so and those are all done by phone we're really proud of it and um i just i get really excited about to offer you guys those things so you know we're all about the one two now you know Retrograde is over on Tuesday. Did anybody remind me? I didn't get one note about it. See, because I don't pay attention to it. <laughs> I love the Mercury retrogrades. I'm going to be sad to see it go because it's kind of what makes our connections happen. And I think it, we get a little more psychic. You have an opinion about the retrograde, Aaron, on your end? Yes. Your I, personal? I also enjoy retrogrades because I, I look at it as a time when more happy accidents can occur uh, because mm. you're life is a little bit abnormal out of your routine and therefore you're more likely to stumble upon something accidentally that's wonderful and beautiful. So I like them. I love that. And you know what, for our Gemini friends and this, you know, cats in the room, I think the Gemini friends, you all get crazy. So we're happy that Mercury goes direct (laughs) for you all and the Virgo people. Okay. (laughs) But it's a fun, crazy because they get to make fun of you. It's so lovely. Okay. So that was my little shout out. My cat is like wanting to get, you know how the cats do when they know that I'm having more fun without them. So now they want on my mic and on the paper. So if anything, I'm like, if you hear me sort of rustling around, it's sort of telling the little Taurus cat I have to slow it down. Okay. Um, If you can find 425 um, Val, we're kind of going in order of the callers in. We're going to try to see if this is um, April calling. 
Thank you. April? Oh, my gosh. I made it in. Yay! Yay. <laughs> How are you? Hi, I'm good. Um, no, my thinking's fuzzy right? today, so I don't even know what my question is. <laughs> oh, okay. No, well, but, um, let me introduce you because this is April Joy. Okay. She's, uh, she's been a part of the One Two Family. I feel like she actually has just really like been since its inception. She, you see her in the chat room. This woman does nothing but spread her sunshine everywhere. I love her. I want everybody to know what a delight she is. When you see April Joy, you are one of the few people named Joy who weren't named for what they should be doing, but named for what they do. <laughs> so I could go Aww. on about <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. Well, it's really true. So it's really happy to have you on the show. And I, and and you're on with Aaron. Aaron, this is April Joy. I'm sure you've seen her in the chat rooms. I uh, have, and yes. Books. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's nice, nice to meet you on the phone, Erin. <laughs> yes, nice to meet you too. Absolutely. I love your, your effervescence. She does have it. And she, you know, you. she's a Leo moon. She's an Aries with a Leo moon. There's that beautiful fire right there, but she has this beautiful Neptune in Sag. So she has that grand trine in fire. And that's what I think we all sense in her. And she has a Pisces rising. You're drawing them in today, Miss Pisces. Woohoo. I know. I love it. <laughs> now, April, is something going on you want us to look at or you want a general thing? You don't have to um, be. Well, okay, so my mind was, like, swelling before I called. I was like, gosh, I'm wondering how to say this. Um, like, I have all these projects I want to start, but it just seems like relationship stuff, like, with a lot of people and family, it just seems like it um, takes center stage always. So I'm, like, wondering, like, if, if where's a good time, like, does it look like in my chart to start these projects or when I can, like, totally sink my teeth into them and get going because it seems like last spring like in March or April I had all this energy and I was like getting all my stuff done and then it just kind of like I don't know it just stopped like yeah because I had to get a job (laughs) I couldn't (laughs) stay at home anymore with the kids so it was like everything like shifted yeah, darn those jobs. They just keep us out of work. I know. Now, I want to be creative. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I get it. Hey, Erin, does anything yeah. come to mind right away? Good. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, the very first few things that I felt, even when you just started, is you're not breathing enough. Uh, you're not breathing uh-huh. deeply into yourself enough. You're letting, uh, a lot of it is that, yes, I know a lot of the family stuff is taking center stage, but I also feel that you're letting it take center stage and sort of developing a habit of letting it take center stage instead of also respecting your own physiological balance as well as your own projects. As In terms of, I don't know what your chart's going to say, but the feeling I'm getting about Mm. when you can have a project you can sink your teeth into is that you're going to actually start by taking smaller bites at first and and pick a project, any project. You're so Mm. magical. You can create anything. I feel this fire that's creational and amazing, but you need to to take a few bites and then the bites will get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's not like it's going to be all of a sudden, boom, one big project on Tuesday. (laughs) It's more like... You know, it's going to be more like I'm choosing this project and I'm going to start it. And, 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 you know, it's almost like you need to you're not going to like this word, but you almost need to oh, discipline, gosh. discipline yourself a little bit. But it's actually being compassionate toward yourself because the discipline I'm asking you to to follow is to give yourself even just 20 minutes a day to work on a project that's important to you. That's that has nothing to do with someone else taking center stage, but that's you, your project. And all you need is 20 minutes a day. And suddenly in a, in three months, it'll be like, whoa, the whole thing just happened, but it's going to start. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's wow. actually okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got some like stuff. a little bit at a time. That's it. That's it. And Mercury, Mars in Virgo going retrograde is going to underscore that. I think that was a brilliant advice for a lot of reasons. One, it prepares you because when Mars goes backwards, somehow Mars is your ruler, April. And the way I talked about Geminis and Virgos, when their ruler Mercury goes backwards, you might be really affected by this in a way of like, oh, my God. And if you're not prepared <laughs> to get Gosh. the details going, you, I mean, it's like, it can be really frustrating. So that was really great advice. Start using Mars retrograde. Start using this whole time. It's, it's literally like six months that where you want to right. like start honing the skill. Jupiter is a, a second away from your house of money. And it's going to live in there for a long time. And at some point it hits this Chiron in your chart, which the Magi astrologers say is one of the most successful aspects you can have. Life is taking care of you. All that's fine. The only thing we have to harness now is the thinking, getting you in the, in the right course of thinking like, okay, everything in its own time. Let me hone this skill up a little bit because I think when it pops, it's going to pop in a really, really big way. And you, when it goes into Gemini, I even think you might be moving or some sort of travel. Really? yeah. Oh my and gosh, I really? I've been thinking of that. Like, when is that again? That's going to be, we're going to look at as early as June of next year. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, and I think it's going to be really strong, and I'm really excited for you because it's going to pop. The biggest thing for you as an Aries, get, do, follow Aaron's advice and get into the, get a, a thing where you hone your skill during that time. Don't think mm. about, is it there yet? Do a little bit every day, hone the skill because you are going to be in perfect form when it goes direct, but you want to use the Mars retrograde as a time to really like start cleaning things up. I'm starting my diet. Finally, I'm, I'm going to start, <laughs> you know, whatever things I've been wanting to do, I'm doing them under that. So I'm doing, taking my own advice, but you are particularly affected by it. Does that help? Yes. <laughs> you guys always help. <laughs> I appreciate it a lot. I love it. You're, you're awesome. Good. And good luck to you. You got to keep us posted. We follow you on Facebook, so we know if you're doing good or not. And if whatever's up, you know, we're, we're rooting for you. <laughs> yeah. Sweetheart. It's coming back to you, girl. Just hang in there. Yeah. I love your heart energy, sweet. by the way. It's wonderful. It's very sweet. Oh, Ooh, I love hearing that. Thank you. And she can see it. See, I just have to feel it. I'm like over here going, yeah, she does. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Even your cat feels yourself. it. <laughs> I love it. I know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Happy yeah. holidays, sweetie. Thank you. You too. Happy holidays. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Okay, Val, we're going to try. Um, I'm going to let Aaron pick. Aaron, I'm going to give you three sets of numbers, okay? Okay. 626-419-314. Six two six. Okay. Do you, you know don't... why? It's a palindrome. No. It's because it's a palindrome, and I love yep. palindromes. And so, for Hello? those of us who just learned that word, hey, Amy. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Really good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Your area code is a palindrome, and what we were just going to say for those who don't know, it's when this it, you can like a word that you spell the same forward going backwards, right, Aaron? Yes. Abel yeah. was I, ere I saw Elba, that sort of thing. <laughs> Look at that. Girl Nerd knows alert. Her... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, you are a Capricorn, too. We're bringing you guys out today. I love that. Because you know what? His sun goes into Cap... I didn't even mention that. That's. I think that's uh, next week the sun goes into Capricorn. So we're close to your all's birthdays. You're a Scorpio rising, just like me and Aaron. And you are a... Where's your little moon? A Sag moon. How sweet is that? With next to Neptune. So what brings you to calm? We'll see if we can address some of those issues. Well, um, 
I have two things. Um, or, and whatever you get a hit on is as strongest as you can address. Either um, I've been thinking about writing okay. or love. <laughs> okay. Either uh, or. Okay, either or. I'm sure we can cover both. Aaron, you get a hit right away or you yep. need a minute? Okay, go. Yeah, the minute she called, I felt like the very first thing I felt was that she's sort of living out of just one side of the body, just one side of the brain. I don't know if you have like neck pain or shoulder pain or something, but I felt like you're living out of one side and writing would be so... I when you said, I have two questions, writing love, I was like, one of the reasons it's important that you do writing or get into writing or continue writing is because it's going to integrate your left and right sides of your body because it is both your intellect and your creative channel. The more you write, you channel when you write and you can be very successful as long as you have faith that your channel in what you're doing with your channel. Um, I don't know what success looks like to you. That might be like completing a poem or, you know, I don't know, Nobel prize, whatever. I don't know, but it's trusting that channel and trusting the integration of that it's also really important for your your physical health that you that you um pay attention to the need to write that's that's the first hit i got anyway i love that well it 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 fits your chart you have a sun mercury venus and jupiter in the third house of writing my god um i'm surprised you haven't done it long before this but here's what's really fun (sighs) Venus is in Capricorn. It's only a week away from your sun. It sort of activates that energy. I think that if you decide to put, if you can, one thing I would suggest, if you can take the ambition out of it, if you can take the, it's got to be perfect or it's got to be my research did it out of it. What you'll do is you'll come up with this amazing story that I think is the world's ready to hear. It's like, um, it's like uh, Promethean bringing fire to mankind, to the people at the time. He he broke the rules by saying, well, I'm not going to let him die. And he got punished for it. Well, it was still life-giving. It was humanitarian. And I think your book, if you can go to that magic and, and tap into it and get out of, well, how am I going to do it? And who will publish it? And did it get mm-hmm. out of all that Capricornian stuff? Mm-hmm. You're going to have an amazing Time. There's so much more, just but I'll keep it really brief. Jupiter is moments away, April uh, 2012, from hitting your seventh house of relationships. You're going to have Jupiter there. The last time that hit was uh, 1990. Uh, do you remember anything about 1990? Wait a minute, not 1990, 2000. Yeah, no, wait a minute. Yeah, 2000. It was in 2000. Remember anything about the year 2000, love-wise? Uh, mm, um. You can no, think about I mean, it. it. Was, I, yeah. Okay, so no great love of your life entered, right? <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, he, he did, and I, yeah. Okay, um, okay. Gone, long gone. Okay, that's okay because that's what they do when you have so many planets in Aquarius. Um, and they, you learn your lessons really strongly, but this time Jupiter's gonna go in there and it's gonna try in that sun and it's gonna get, have this impact of someone who's gonna not only be inspirational for you and someone you can love, it's gonna be someone that helps you get that book going. And that might be how you notice them. There, mm-hmm. you feel inspired. Okay, so that's happening in June for real, and I think you're going to love that. And I, your cycle. I mean, Saturn is in Libra right now. It's in your twelfth house. It's sort of hidden. People around you are going to look a little crazy, but you're going to feel fine. 
I mean, so you have nothing, <laughs> nothing there to worry about. I mean, to me, it's like it's all about image, right? If I look good and everybody else looks like crazy, I'm happy. Well, not really, but yeah. I'm teasing. But that's going to oh, be true. I feel that way. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. That's Scorpio rising. Like for us, it's sort of like, yeah, I don't want them past. See my mat. If people think, oh, you know, you're the painter here. It might be my store when it was my business. They go, oh, you must be the janitor. I love that because <laughs> then it was like they, they, I wasn't giving away. It was perfect. So. You are in an incredible cycle. You are a sun Neptune, a moon Neptune conjunction, which means you have incredible gift of creativity, an incredible gift to inspire other people. That's what I want you to use when you write. And you're going to take that book to another level. You're going to actually have something that moves you as you're writing it. It's going to be not only something that does really well for the world, it does you well writing it. Do do you feel, did we help you, Amy? Yes, and um, so, uh, and I guess time-wise, though, I mean, I because I'm not I'm not putting any pressure on myself to write, but time-wise, though, when would be a good time to kind of start working on this? Hmm. Well, that's okay. I'm going to give an answer, then we'll see if Aaron tunes in. Aaron, you turn into a date. I'm going to look at this as saying like. Um, 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 what's going to move her? I don't think you're going to actually be moved to pick up a pen with the concept of the story until spring. Yeah. But if you if you Venus is right there, like a week away, I think the idea might burst in your brain in a week. But I think you're going to actually start collecting information. You're someone who doesn't take – I don't think you're a quick mover in that way. I think you like to have all your ducks in a row before you actually take the pen to the paper, so to speak. So yeah. I'd say do some research now, play with the concept, and then by April it's going to launch. Let's see if Aaron has wants to refine it. Mm-hmm. The the hit I got was that because you're going to be looking for different ideas, the best practice for you at the moment is just to do like, you know, if you know about morning pages from the artist way or a, a practice daily of writing, because that's keeping your channel refined, but that you're going to, from that channel, you're, I, yeah, I totally felt not until the new year, like it's maybe spring, early spring, find oh, the good. idea that takes your passion that really clicks in for you, but it comes from this daily practice practice of channeling because you're you're a channel when you write and when you have faith in that you once you have this one idea that clicks and the first book suddenly you're going to have about seven other ones boom right after bum 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 i don't know if it's a series or if they're or it's just seven ideas but they're going to come boom 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 like that it's going to be Ooh, I love that you called her a channel. That's what that moon Neptune is exactly. That's channeling. Mm-hmm. So it's going to come through you. You're not you're going to think you're making it up, Amy, but it's really true wisdom. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't wait to read it. Ooh. Oh, thank you. There's your first purchase. I'll take one. So, Amy, you good? Did All my love, Coke. <laughs> Yay. Did you, do you feel supported, sweetheart? I do. I do. Thank you so much, both of you, Aaron, Mark. Thank you. you my bet, pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Happy, happy holidays, okay? Thank you. Okay. And happy birthday. Yeah, is it birthday, too? Coming up, right? Yeah. Wasn't yeah, God, you're right. You no, know, I think. Well, who knows? I'm so scattered. You should see my desk. You saw my desk. Oops. Okay, you know. Um, the and let's see. I want to look at the clock really quick and see. Okay, yeah, we have time for another call before we take a break. Can you? Um, let's do three one four. Yes, that's great. Okay, and then. Thanks, Val. Hello there, Corliss. How are you? 
I'm very well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Doing good. You're with Mark and Aaron. You're so sweet to call in. I see your name up there on Facebook. And I um, want to tell Aaron and the and the people listening that you're a Taurus. You can hear the earthy voice, can't you? And the Capricorn rising with a Scorpio moon. Born on the full moon. I love that. I know you know that now. And um, the... Yeah, I mean, it's like a beautifully balanced chart. What brings you to call in, Corliss? How can we help? Well, I'm calling because I am increasingly becoming more and more sensitive to other people's energies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I can be with someone, and I think they're a nice person, and they are. And then by the time I get home, I feel all these this energy, various different kinds of energies. Hmm. After about the person? I beg your pardon? About the person? You know, like energy about well, that? Well, I don't know if it's about the person or the event. I just know that I'm picking up on these energies. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear what our psychic has to say about that. <laughs> I also wonder if you're getting a lot of, you're actually, there's something that opened up in your crown chakra recently and also your third eye. And so I wonder if you're also having very imaginative dreams or even daydreams um, because there's so, I, I, there's so many different energies and spirits and guides trying to get to you because I don't know if you chose it consciously or if it's just a part of your cycle that you suddenly became extremely open and there's a combination of things that are occurring one is that something is scaring you from when you were open either in a previous life or very early as a child and something sort of like my ancestor that was burned at the stake something that's scaring you so you feel the people's energy and then then this sort of like cultural judgment comes in like uh uh-oh and there's a little bit of fear but there's also a very important part which is that i i feel that you're sort of a, a a sensual being like grounded in 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 a lot of um you're very grounded it's unsettling for you to be around energy that that isn't usual for you so it's important to give yourself a lot of space and have room for yourself you might even want to do the the white light protective light when you go and leave your house just for yourself so that you feel safe personally the energy i got when i first heard your voice is that you are a channel from many life uh you are an intuit from many many lifetimes and that you have the ability to use that energy in this lifetime in an actual application to heal people or to offer uh sage words to other people i don't know if you're in a position to do that but you have the ability hmm nice you that, feel it corliss that makes Yes, and I have been doing a lot of meditating. I'm learning to meditate regularly. Mm. I have been concentrating on opening myself and preparing for the transformation. Mm-hmm. And um, I was at an event Friday evening, and the gentleman asked me, well, what kind of cocktail would you like? And I said, oh, I haven't had a cocktail in a while. I don't know, so many to choose from. But my thought was... A particular cocktail, and he looked at me and he said, "Oh, vodka and tonic." And I said, "How did you know that?" He says, "I don't know. It just shot in my head." And I thought, I, I, I thought I may be opening, which is what I want. So. Yeah, you are opening. And part of what happens with that is that the 
patterns and habits that we've had for these past years that we haven't been as open, the habits and patterns come up and say, oh, oh, wait a minute, that's out of pattern. And so you're just learning. It's like you're learning to surf. You know, you, you don't want to go up with the wave. You don't want to go down with the wave. You want to surf as the wave goes up and down. You're observing it. So just breathe because soon you'll be used to it. And this will be like, oh, yeah, I remember when that freaked me out. But now actually it's just I'm just watching the wave go up and down. That's so nice. And you are in a time right Awesome. Isn't that good? No, that's good. That is. Aaron, thank you. Thank you so much. It's it's like validation for where I'm going and wanting to go. I love that. That's fantastic. I'm also going to be uh, launching a not-for-profit job training center in the spring. I'm working very hard on it, and uh, (laughs) I'm excited. Well, there's a Jupiter. You're a Taurus. Jupiter's in Taurus. I mean, I know people get tired of hearing me say it, but it's like it's going to be one of the lucky, wonderful opening times of your year. You could potentially move or remodel or do something different within your home. I think Pluto in 2013, we're going to see Pluto coming. That's only a year and a half away. It's going to come onto your rising sign. Now, it happens every, are you ready for this? 270 some years. So people in their lifetime will not have this event occurred to them. That means to me that you are ready to release uh, all the fears you've had about coming into your own power, all the fears. It's when, when Pluto crossed my ascendant, it was one of the most profound times of my life because Scorpio rules your career house and Pluto rules Scorpio. What we're going to see is you are going to be a woman who owns a company who's in charge of a very, very, very successful company because it's at the, it's the ruler of your career house. It's amazing, Corliss. You're in a good cycle. So thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Good luck. I can't wait to hear you. Got to keep us posted. I also got your message on Facebook. I'm going to email you um, exactly what you asked for. Are we good? Did I just get cut off? Probably. No. Okay, good. good. Thank you. Um, You guys, we're going to take a break. We have the last roundup to come. So bear with us. Enjoy it. Get your questions together. Aaron Muir and Mark Husson will be back just in about five minutes. family holiday wish from Sean Nygaard. This holiday season, may your days be filled with warmth and your nights be looked on fondly by the stars above. May your heart be filled with an abundance of connections old and new and may your deepest wishes move ever closer to becoming the realities of your life. I hope you'll excuse me. I don't have a lot of time because I'm getting ready for class. I'm taking an astrology course from one of the country's best astrologers. And you know what? I'm not going to put gas in the car or drive through traffic or try and find the place because I'm doing it all from the comfort of my own home on the phone with 1-2 Academy. All I have to do is make a phone call. There's no hassle and no dress code, which is good for me because I'm a nudist. 1-2 Academy, high-quality metaphysical instruction from the comfort of your own home. Clothing optional. Here's a one-two family holiday wish from Kathleen Peterson. My wish for you this holiday season is that you can take time each day to play, to laugh, to sing, to dance, to let go of your worries, to celebrate you, and to open your heart to the abundance of the universe. Hey, can you go skip a 
down, please? I'm trying to get some sleep here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Tis the season for spooky things, right? But regardless of what you might have heard, there's nothing really scary about tarot. Just let me show you. Listen to my show, Magical Things with Radley Valentine, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, and you'll see just how magical those little cards can be. Right here on 1-2 Radio, changing the way we listen to the world. Here's a one-two family holiday wish from Psychic Cat. My holiday wish for you is that you experience the hope, courage, and strength that I feel every time I look into the eyes of my beautiful child, and that you will always remember in every corner of your life, no matter how dark it may sometimes feel, miracles are abound. Happy holidays, everyone. Hey, how's your week? Are you searching for inspiration? Erica's Evocation Hour. Music, mind, body, and spirit guests. They're sharing their passion and knowledge on anything from gongs to personal development. Every week, an angel card reading for the next seven days. And if you want a personal mini reading on the show, email angelhandsheal at aol.com. Hi, I'm Erica. Welcome to Erica's Evocation Hour. Every Wednesday, 11 Pacific, that's 7 p.m. in the U.K. Here's a one-two family holiday wish from Reshma. This holiday season, my wish for you is that you remember that we are surrounded by infinite possibilities of love, kindness, compassion, and charity. Life chooses you, loves you, and embraces you unconditionally. Nothing beats expansion, especially when we're talking about expansion of the mind, expansion of your spirit. You can find expansion in abundance at 12academy.com. We have classes on anything and everything. Get over there. You don't have to leave home. Just dial in, relax, broaden your horizons. You can be in your pajamas. Nobody's going to know. All at 12academy.com. Discover more. Here's a one-two family holiday wish from Tamara Childs. Today, what if you let go of everywhere in your life you've made yourself wrong and instead ask what else is possible? This holiday season, my wish for you is that you realize your dreams can be a reality. So start saying yes to all the gifts and possibilities waiting to come in for you. Look at all these vacations, Michael. Oh, where would you like to go? Hawaii? Costa Rica? It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. There's always that singles retreat. No need to vacation alone. It's a new dawn with Jamie Dawn every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific here on 1-2 Radio. Changing the way we listen to the world. Listening to the Mark Husson Show here on 12radio.com. Changing the way we listen to the world. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the old meanie back, Mark Husson. 
<laughs> with Aaron Muir. We were just talking about how, um, you know, it's it's on the back end of things back here at One Two Radio. When people call in, you can hear the show from the back end. And keeping that in mind, we kind of keep a, a certain persona. I don't say stupid things like my nose is running or my butt itches. I just said those things. Wait a minute, but um. We so we keep it a little more formal, and um, Christine appreciates that, which I'm really glad. Um, Aaron, you with me? You holding up? Good. I'm here. I'm doing great. What's your drink of choice for energy and feeling good? Other than you know, everybody can make a joke out of that. Like all of my. <laughs> what's your drink of choice? Well, my drink of choice at this very moment is a Rui Bose chai with a little bit of. I go by that evil like French vanilla flavored cream, and I put it like. Half of the, half of it is steamed French vanilla cream. It's very unhealthy, and, um, and and then the rest hot water. It's delicious. Wow, India really changed you. It really did, actually, <laughs> did. for did the it? better. Did you learn how to drink chais in India or no? Oh, I'll tell you something. You be careful when you are in a bus and you stop at a little roadside shack and you think <laughs> you're just going to get like, they give you a tiny, teeny little shot cup full of chai and you're like, oh, no, no, I'm used to like the 20 ounces I get at Starbucks. That one single little shot of chai will buzz your brain for the next 12 hours. Let me tell you. Oh, wow. Really? I love mm-hmm. that. Now, you're not, and, you, do you get skittish about drinking food from a side thing, you know, whatever, or I mean, drinking food, drinking no. No? I actually have the opposite problem. By, by the time I had been in India for about six weeks, just to see what would happen, I started drinking from the Ganges River just to see if I, would, <gasps> if I was strong. I had no problem. It was just fine. I had been there for six weeks and I think probably it's more my own stubbornness than anything, but I don't know. I, I have the opposite. I will actually, for example, if I have, I just can't waste stuff. So if I have food, in the fridge it has like mold i'm like oh just cut the mold off i'm sure the rest is fine oh my gosh you are like so good i can't do that i mean if i even think a weird thought while i'm about to eat which is why i think i like processed food so well because nothing in it is alive not even the nutrients of course but (laughs) it's safer that way for me but that's great you got you got that's good guts i like it uh literally um (laughs) so let's talk to christine calling in from skype hello christine how are you hi mark hi aaron hi christine i'm so glad to talk to you Uh, oh, I hear that reverb. <laughs> you can't have your player on, Christine, if that's you, honey. Now, you're calling from Vienna, I have a feeling. Are you Christine Vienna? I am, but I'm in Miami at the moment. You are. You're here. That's so good. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm so enjoying the sunshine here. That's so sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sunny. Now, you're an Aquarian, and you're a Leo rising, and you have a moon in Cancer. Um, is that your computer we're hearing, Christine, sweetie, the sound? I, I, I put the player off, so it's not me. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, thank you so much for at least, I don't know who that is, but if you all hear us repeating ourselves, just bear with us. So you're a Cancer Sun, a Cancer Moon, an Aquarius, and a Leo Rising. What brings you to call in? Um, well, I, I've made some big changes 
recently, and I have no idea where it's going from now on. So it would be really nice if you could give me some direction. I don't even know if I want to stay in Vienna or not. So it's still, everything's still open. Wow, that's big opening. Let's see, Aaron, do you get a hit? And then I'll follow up or the other way around, either way. Why don't you start? Because I know know Christine and I want to hear what you say first. (laughs) Okay, excellent. Well, here's the thing, Christine. One of the things that causes confusion in the Aquarian world is that Neptune's there and Neptune is the planet of confusion. It's the planet of dreams. It's the planet that sort of gets us to dissolve our, our, we have to know what we're doing before we leap on it. And I think one of the things that gets in your way is that need to know. You have a lot of Aquarius in your chart, not just by birth, which is the sun, Mars, and Saturn. You also have it by house placement. Your moon is in the house, the 11th house of Aquarius. And, and so you want to know before you take the leap. But let me just tell you, Neptune also opens up because it's so close to your romance house. Neptune is opening up romance for you. It's opening up other people for you. Um, Jupiter is in the house of um, travel. It's in your ninth house. I think you're going to be really looking at a long distance move. Honestly, what happened in 19, in 2000, in the year 2000? What happened then? Move wise, school wise, anything like that? Yeah. Uh, in 1999, I moved to Vienna. Oh, that we're back in that cycle, sweetheart, right there. There's a very good chance. The same thing that had you move to Vienna may have you leave Vienna 12 years later. It's like a 12-year cycle. Now, we're looking at July of 2012 for the, the career move, the big thing happening in the career, but you're coming into a time when your wishes are starting to like get some meat behind them and you're over the confusion. I think what we're going to see here for you in very, very short period of time, uh, wow, I, you're pretty much uninhibited, Christine. It's like this is a chance for you to spread your wings, to really feel um, the world under your feet, to this grand trine in earth. I, you have a beautiful grand trine in earth that really takes effect. Um, it starts in... It starts in April, and we're going to see it through the end of the year of 2012. I think you're definitely going to move, and I think you're definitely going to have opportunities that you just were thought were never going to come. That's my hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually got really excited when I when started listening to what Mark was saying because I just I saw romantically. In addition to right now, there's so many opportunities. It's like the world is your oyster. You have zero limitations except for any you might make up in your own mind, but you have zero actual limitations. I also saw something romantically. I just feel this sort of ex- like this. I feel your femininity and your openness to romance opening up in your heart, and as it opens up in your heart and your femininity increases, uh, you, the more you enjoy that aspect of yourself in a way you haven't for quite a while, uh, men are going to be coming around. Lots of men, lots of good men, and you should let them court you and let, you know, don't necessarily think you have to choose one right away, although eventually you will. Let them court you. Enjoy the process of being, uh, like a, a, I just, I, I almost a Marilyn Monroe quality. You know how she had that, the part of her that was very like, I just, she's, I'm in my heart now and I'm, I'm just enjoying my femininity. You know, that femininity, <laughs> that Venus, let that, let that grow and, and, and 
build in you and then let the men come around. Um, I just feel like you have so no limitations right now when it comes to your dreams and work. There's the, I, I personally would love to see you take um, a leap toward your dreams. Wow. It's really nice and open, Christine. It really is. You've been through a hard time. Your sun and Mars and Saturn are in your house of health. And when Neptune goes over there, really odd health things go, or it gets, it gets really, you know, where you don't know what's going on and it's all done. Saturn's now solidifying that. Saturn's trining all that. You're starting to feel strong again. You're starting to feel like you can move again. And I think that's why this is the very likely time that you're going to see these opportunities. You got to keep your, your optimism going because I know you can, that Cancer moon can make you a little crabby and the sun in Aquarius can make you worry. And so it's very hard to get happy. Yeah. But man, is it available to you? It really is. And you have Jupiter in the eighth house of mm. money from other people, people born with that. Oh my gosh. It's like, those are the people that find lottery tickets that, that are winners and <laughs> you know, things just happen for you. So I think this is, I think you have a lot to smile about. Are you feeling us? Not yet. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have to get that mind shut down a little bit, but you, I really think you're going to find after this cycle, as the sun goes into Capricorn, you're going to say, oh my gosh, this is what they were talking about, and you're mm-hmm. going to post it. And then we're going to get chocolate. It's going to be amazing. I, I, I actually feel like if you let yourself enjoy the uh, feminine aspects of your life and practice enjoying, you know, hot baths with rose petals and lavender salts and some chocolates and, uh, you know, the things that are very feminine, very, as you practice that, you'll have more fun and, and it, the moodiness won't be so, it won't be such a prison for you. You won't be so kept by it. You'll actually be able to choose, oh, you know what? I actually am going to choose joy here. No, even though it makes no sense, logically makes no sense to have joy. I'm just going to go eat a piece of chocolate because it brings me joy. And you'll, mm. you'll have that. That'll increase for you. And she's in the city okay. of chocolate too. Oh, you really? there, Christine? Yeah, she is. She's really like all about the Vienna. She's in, well, she's from Vienna and she, she's so generous. She would always like, if she thinks we needed it, she would send little, uh, me and members of the staff, little boxes of chocolate from Vienna. She's so sweet. This woman is like so dear. And I, that's why I think Christine, if you keep your heart right where you know where it is, keep it where you've been. you really can have this leap of faith. You can do this. Post it on the gratitude board. Remember, thank you for the move. Thank you for my successful transition out of Vienna, wherever it is you want, keep that up because we read those and we empower them just for the mm-hmm. fun, just just shooting some magic out. How you feel, Christine? You we help you? Hello, the time is really bad. I only understood half of what you said right now, but I will listen to the replay. You're so sweet. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. we said some nice compliments to you because you are. See, that's a little bit of that resistance. We want you to <laughs> want you to smile. Post something on the gratitude board to say thanks for what you already think you want. Post a thank you up there, and we'll do some magic with you just because it's fun. But you're a lovely woman, and this is your time to really receive some of the gifts of all the things that you've given back. All right? So we want to give you a big okay. hug. Thank you for calling. We're here for you, Christine. Honest. You're a sweetheart. Thank you. You're, you're awesome, and you're very sweet, both of you, all of you. <laughs> so sweet to hear your voice. I don't think I've ever talked to you. Okay, my love, big hugs to you. Happy, happy holidays. Stay happy. You're a lucky woman. Yes. Happy Thank holidays you, for you, too. 
Thank Bye. you. <laughs> Such a sweet person. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Aaron. That was awesome support. We're going to talk to area code 303 because that's a, what is it? A pala? <laughs> uh, <laughs> say it again for me, Aaron. A palindrome. A palindrome. Thank you. Okay. Area code 303. Hi, Mark. Is this Lori? Yes, it is. Hi, Lori. Welcome to the show. Have we talked on a show before? No. I love it. Welcome. You're with me and Aaron. Aaron, this is Lori. Lori, you're here in Colorado, aren't you? Yes. She's in Colorado. Isn't it great? Don't you love Colorado, Lori? Yes, I do. Yeah, I just saw Lori about, what I don't know, three months ago. My time all goes together. But she's a lovely Pisces, little Pisces. Look at how you attracted. Look at Aaron. Mermaids unite. I know. (laughs) Aries moon, Pisces sun. The only thing different is she's got their little Leo rising. So you're bringing in your your energy. Lori, what brings you to call the show, sweetheart? Well, I just heard so many similarities with Aaron. Mm -hmm. Besides the sign. I grew up Lutheran. Uh-huh. My mom just passed in June. She grew up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And I thought you just might have a message for me. Yeah, we're definitely sisters for sure. Wow. And are you going to belt into a song, Lori? <gasps> no. We could. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll sing backup. <laughs> look, she, look how ready she is, Lori. Can you believe it? It's so funny. Okay. Um, let's see if Aaron gets a big old message for you. I love it. <laughs> Okay, um, the very first thing is that I get, when you first called in, it changed in the last two minutes, but I want to go back and say it so that it's not unsaid, which is that there's um, something you've been holding back from yourself, and it has to do with your your mother and something about worrying that she wouldn't like whatever it is you've been holding back from yourself, or she wouldn't approve is really more of a slightly better word, even though she is... Um, she has passed. There's still some part of you that worries about whether or not she would approve. And there's a message that that's not the case, that you are free. You have freeness and freedom in your heart to do whatever it is that you've been holding back from yourself, something you've been holding from yourself. That's the main issue I get that, that you've been trying to be, you've used a lot of words to describe it like respectful, or it's not the timing's off or, but the time is uh, now. The time is now. If there's some unfulfilled, Oh, hi. If there's some unfulfilled Sorry dream. About that. Oh, that's okay. I love dogs. Uh, if there's some unfulfilled dream in your heart, go for it now. Go. It's yours. It's here. It's for you. Ooh, Lori, okay. I love hearing that. Does it resonate? Can you feel her? Yes. In fact, I was in the middle of Kat's class last Sunday, and in the morning before class, I was kind of asking her to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. And wasn't really getting anything. And then in the middle of the class, I was down in my basement, no windows visible, nothing. And a little orb of white light just shot from behind me out the right side and went right into the wall. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I think it was her. I hope it was her. Do you know you dream, if you don't remember your dreams, you dream about her or you're about to dream about her heavily and she has angelic connections for you. Uh, I, I don't personally work with a lot of different angel guides like some of the people on One to Listen, but I, I am connected to when I hear the angels coming through. I hear them coming through the backside of your voice. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that's how I hear it. They're going to come through dreams and through your mother as the vehicle. 
Okay. Okay. So just start watching for that. Maybe if you keep a dream journal, you know, just by your bed at night, it doesn't have to make any sense at all. It's just writing down whatever notes. Um, I feel like you're also going to get messages that are going to be in, um, in picture form in the dreams, not just you'll write down the words, but you'll get very strong symbols like the orb that came through. You'll get very strong visual symbols. Okay. Ooh, cool. I love that, Lori. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it, too. That's so cool. So does that feel supported? Do you feel like you get it? You feel it? Absolutely. Uranus is going to be hitting your moon soon, and I think you are going to walk away from some things. So I'm hoping you tune into those those voices that come in, what, what Aaron was talking about, because I think that not, – not I hope you do. You do. I can see you're, you're a Pisces. You're so Pisces. You have a connection to that anytime you want it. But you are going to want to walk away from something and be free, and I think that is going to be the guidance you get to do it. Mm-hmm. You'll know when. So it's really good to practice that during the Mars retrograde, which is coming up. But it's also like uh, this Uranus on the moon happens once every 84 years. So this is going to have, this is in your lifetime right now. You're ready to shake it up, ready to be free, ready to have the life you really want. I think Aaron tuned right into that. So Lori, mm-hmm. will you keep us posted? You know, you're loved a lot around here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're a sweetheart. Keep us posted, honey. That's awesome. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. (laughs) Okay, cool. Hey, Erin, tell everybody what your Facebook page is, hon. I am at Erin Elizabeth Muir. That's my Facebook page. I also have my my music page is Erin Muir Music. Okay, and it's M-U-I-R, you guys, listening in. Yeah, like the Redwood Forest. Awesome. All right, this is probably going to be our last call. So those of you that don't get chosen, I'm so sorry, but hang in there because I'm on next Tuesday. Uh, on Hay House. Maybe we'll get a chance then. And Erin is every day at 12listen.com. Mm-hmm. You just pick mm-hmm. up the phone and she'll be there. Uh, let's talk to area code 419. Mm. Hello. Hey, Debbie. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. You're here with Erin. Erin, this is Debbie. She's an Aquarian with a Capricorn moon and a Libra rising. Oh, what a hi, nice Debbie. Mix. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Deb, what I brings you to call the show, head. sweetie? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I um, I'm just calling to see um, what messages you have for me. I've been doing a lot, a lot of um, inner work over the last several years and now I'm ready for things to start happening in my life. And I'm just wondering if things are going to be coming in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, The first hit I got right away is a lot of the inner work you were doing was absolutely necessary to prepare you for some of the very amazing events that are going to occur because previously you, you didn't necessarily have the skills to handle success, which maybe sounds strange the way I just put that, but actually a lot of, a lot of us, don't necessarily have the skills to handle success. It's it's almost harder to handle success than failure. And a lot of the inner work that you've been doing is to is to open you up to receive. Also, there's a certain amount of application now on your part. Like, you know, you've been doing the inner work, but also applying it out in the physical manifestation of the world. And you can even do that symbolically by planting seeds. But for you to show the universe, you are ready for more physical manifestation of the inner work you've been doing. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Is anything going on in love department, Deb? No, no, not for a very long time. So I'm hoping that's going to change too. Oh yeah, there's, yes. there's like three. I think so, right, Aaron? You get it yes. too. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's, it's Jupiter just hit that seventh house. Uranus hits okay. your Venus. You're shaking things up in a big, big way. I really. Ooh. That's why I'm like surprised if it hasn't already happened. It's really close. Um, so okay. w- what we have to do is. Um, you, well, I don't think there's much you have to do in that arena. You can remove your attention there. Neptune's off of your sun sign, so the confusion's going to go. Um, I think keep an eye on exactly one week from today. Why, Venus down there at the lower part of your chart in Capricorn hitting your moon, hitting your fourth house, your home. I think there's like some a nice messenger waiting for you. And I mean it, messenger. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 And I've been doing... Um... I highly recommend um, anybody who's listening, if you're trying to open up to just greater love for yourself and just for anybody, I um, got downloaded. Deepak Chopra has a great meditation about the path to love, and you listen to it, and his, first of all, his voice is intoxicating. Yeah, it is. But it's all about loving yourself, and the most uh, way or the best way to attract love into your life is, mm. is, finding your, is loving yourself and, and naturalness. And, and, and accepting all sides of you, including your shadow side, and embracing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I just think that it's really, I've been listening to it for a few months now, and it's really just shifted me because every time I feel feel so good, every time I listen to it, it's amazing. Very sweet recommendation. I love him. I love the work. And, you know, we owe, these people who have pioneered it, we get used to their names. But it's like they they made it possible for the rest of us, I think, in a lot of ways to have access to openly and freely recommend them to, to find our own path. And so thank you for sharing that, Deb. That's awesome. Oh, and, mm-hmm. yes, and thank you for everything that you guys are doing. I think you guys are great, and I love your site, and there's wonderful Look at people her. on there who have, who have helped me so much on my path, too. See, you're so sweet. That's the stuff. That right there, that just to me, I don't know. I, that You're the symbol of what is gorgeous about what we do because without you and this sort of level of, of uh, connection, it'd be nothing. So thank you so much, sweetheart. I hope you have the best holiday and the most amazing relationship pops up and you're posting it all over Facebook that you heard yeah. it here and you're like yeah. <laughs> wedding invitations and everything, whatever you want. I hope. <laughs> thank yes. you and blessings to both of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Bye-bye. Thank you. It. In the spirit of gratitude, also, I, I definitely need to take a look into our chat room. I see April Joy, of course, and Greg, I don't know who you are, but you're amazing. You keep us smiling. You're so sweet to show up, live in bliss. Andy Wilberry is out there. These people, like their names when you see them, Anna, the chef Anna, uh, and, she, and you, you see their faces. Look at all the one, two people that show up. It's like these people are about us and they're about what we do. And it's just like, ah. And I, I am so touched. I can't even tell you. I've never, I really do write on the gratitude board anonymously a lot about each and every one of you because you're so, you're so freaking amazing. I, it touches mm-hmm. me deeply. And Aaron, you are amazing. And I'm so happy we got to meet this way. Literally, people won't believe it, but this is how we got to meet. This is like <laughs> when I went out and having a drink together and talking and we got to do it live. Any last messages you want to send to the world and put yes. a plug? 
for your sites. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. I was going to say that I also love the community at One to Listen and all of the people who call in. I'm so grateful for you because every time I do a reading, I deepen my own experience. You know, I do readings and I get to also go on the journey too. So I grow too. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand times thank you. And um, I, my websites are E-R-I-N, M as in Mary, U as in Umbrella, I as in Italy, R as in Rose.com. That's my actress voice coming back in. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Erinmuir.com uh, or find me on Facebook. I'm a big, I'm sort of like a Facebook addict. So it, it's, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So come on and find me there too. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Thank you, Erin. Are you going to be on the sale tomorrow? I will be on tomorrow. You'll see my shining face on there, and I'll be looking <laughs> at the gratitude. Big blue eyes. That's so yeah. sweet. And you know what, you guys? It's one, two, listen. Uh, we're having a big sale all day. It's our big day to celebrate the one, two. Uh, I am so in love with you all. Thank you so much for all you do. And uh, we'll be back. I promise. I'm going to be on Tuesday at Hay House Radio at 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, you guys are the best. I don't know what else to say, but I'm thinking of a slogan. Like, if you're looking down, don't forget to look up. And then, I, you know, it's... <laughs> I'm going to come up with one like that guy had for astrology, but next year. Hugs to everybody. Thank you, Aaron Muir. Thank you. you. Thank you, honey. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you in a couple of weeks on my show here and Tuesday on Hay House Radio. Good night.